Welcome back to Balls and Beers, everybody. The show where we try to predict every outcome of the MLS regular season. And boy, what a week to forget. Week 23. Uh, a week that is going to live in infamy here on Balls and Beers. Um, MLS reminding us who is king uh, uh, in All-Star Week of all weeks. I mean, I haven't seen a beating like that since someone put a banana down my pants and turned a monkey loose. Whoa. <laughs> One of the worst worst performances we'll get to that let's go ahead and introduce the guys here mr david arona hi and mr bobby lepe what's up boy bobby and i am your host lewis brome and our mls guest expert this week he is a writer for the philadelphia inquirer and the daily news and he was a frequent fill-in on soccer morning he is brave enough to come on the show after most arguably the most MLSy week of the entire season. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jonathan Tenwald will join us here tonight. How you doing, Jonathan? Did I hear you say frequent villain? <laughs> A villain. <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm only that on Twitter. Uh, occasional replacement host for Soccer Morning. Yes, I was that way back in the day, and I very much enjoyed it. Great to be with you guys. Uh, it's it's uh, great to have you. We, we thank you very much for doing this and taking the time uh, to play this, uh, this godforsaken game that we have created. I have no idea why we're still playing this game. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just as frustrating week after week. And I think we've hit a, uh, a boiling point in this past week uh, because the results were anything but kind to us. Well, for, yeah, for me, I, 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 I thought it was going to be a lot worse uh, than it was, but um, I, I think I came out okay. <laughs> you know Honest. what? All things, all things considered, everybody but one person came out okay. So let's go ahead and find out who that loser is. Winner of week number <laughs> twenty-three is David. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he he did get the highest point total. <laughs> However, he did end up with negative five. Mm-hmm. So. He will Damn, not have a, an extra double down. Uh, should uh, anyone uh, does not have an extra double down, so we're going to go ahead, you know, start all over again from scratch. Everyone with one double down. David ended up with a five and six record, uh, best record by far. In second place, Bobby with a two and nine record. Ouch! <laughs> Don't matter. I got the points. <laughs> he got negative eight. <laughs> Yeah, one of the one of the games that he did hit was his double, double down, down. Yeah. and so that believe me that helped a lot. Our guest expert Josh Guessman came in third place. He had a three and eight record. He lost his double down, uh, and scored. Still managed to. Uh, well, I don't want to say respectable, but it wasn't as bad as somebody else. Negative nine. So right off the bat, in game number one, Atlanta could not beat Toronto. Lost ten points. In the very first game, but he hit a couple draws in there, which uh, which helped him come back. Uh, so negative nine for Josh, and yours truly at the bottom of the standings, with also a two and nine record. I believe those are the two games that uh, Bobby got right as well. The same ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, the same ones. Uh, but Bobby hit one of them was Bobby's double down, so he actually got more points there. I lost. My double down in a completely different game. Thank you very much, San Jose. We'll get back to you later. <laughs> we have a new balls and beer record, everybody. Minus 26 points for the week. Ooh. So, very, yeah, worse for me, worse for everybody. 
Uh, I think oh, I beat David's record of minus 25. So now I now hold the record uh, for uh, least amount of points in a week. <laughs> so there it is. So the current standings, pretty much everything remains the same. But now everybody is within striking distance of each other. I am still in first place, but I went down pretty hard after the last two weeks. I think I was at a season high uh, 79 points. I'm back down to 53. Bobby, you are in second place. Soul possession in second place now at 45 points. Okay. And, and David, you are third place, 39 points. You guys mm. are right there. Uh, any one of you guys can be in first place after this week. And the guests, uh, they're at the bottom of the standings. They have 13 points. So uh, they, they're still pretty far behind. Uh, but uh, if you guys have listened to uh, the rest of the season, you guys know that they were at a season low uh, minus 60. So um, they've made a turnaround. Guys, there's 10 weeks left in the MLS regular season. It is anybody's game jonathan are you ready to do this i'm going to take the guest the uh the guest tally even further into the basement i suspect (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's hope not we're all rooting for you here all right guys week 24 let's go ahead and start it off columbus will host the houston dynamo david let's go ahead and start with you all right uh columbus is trying to regain some form that they lost uh, in the middle part of the, the season here. Houston, just they did not disappoint me last week. I called them for a loss against Kansas City, and that's certainly what they did. That's one of the only ones I, I felt pretty sure of. I probably should have put more points on that one, but I, I think uh, Houston, they, they've kind of lost it a little bit. Uh, Wilma Cabrera um, is starting to flounder. Uh, I think that this is a Columbus win, seeing as that they're at home. I have a confidence of three. Also, don't forget, Houston is on uh, hosting Open Cup, so their their uh, focus might be somewhere else. All right. Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, uh, the crew is coming back from a bye week, uh, so they're rested. They're coming back from uh, – they're coming home after their big win game against the New York Red Bulls in week 22. Um, Houston, they're still in their slump. Uh, they lost last week against SKC, like David said. Uh, I really don't see. I really don't have any confidence in in uh, Houston uh, winning any game away, especially at Columbus. So I'm going to go ahead and give this to the crew with the confidence of three. All right, our expert Jonathan, who do you got? Well, I have Columbus um, for a lot of the reasons stated in the opening cup game is one of the big ones. Uh. Ugh. I'm just I'm generally not very confident at all about all that many things. <laughs> uh, let's see, Houston. Oh, oh uh, yeah, Columbus, give me a three. Uh, I suppose I should go higher, but I'm not going to open with anything higher. Uh, That's a hell of a strategy. That Houston had. Uh, against Kansas City. So, yeah, give me a three on that. All right, so we got threes across the board. Let's go ahead and make it unanimous, guys. I'm also going to put a three on Columbus here. Hmm. I have zero confidence in Houston, especially on the road. Uh, they couldn't even get a result at home. Granted, it was against Kansas City, but they were, you know, they were stumbling. I, I thought Houston um, could at least get some sort of result. 
um, but failed me in that regard. Columbus, not doing so much better, but I'm going to give them the whole field advantage. I think Columbus is a better team right now, so a three for me as well. So we're all going to start off pretty much even. Let's go ahead and move on. New England will take on Philadelphia. David, your boys. <laughs> yeah, my boys. How much confidence do you have on them? My boys, Philly. Oh man, they, I mean, look, they could have they could have done something if CJ Sapong is going to do a crazy step over goal the way that he did last week uh, every week. Um, wait, 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 wait. Is that, new, is that New England? Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he do a, a step over? Or am I thinking about Bunbury? Was that I think you're thinking about. I think, you're I think about it was Bunbury. Bunbury. Score goals yeah. Like that, yeah, Philadelphia got shut out last week. So that's right. Uh, that's right. Hey, hey, hey! CJ Sapong does not score goals like that, and CJ <laughs> Sapong does not score goals. Therefore, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, last year he finished with the top American uh, goal scorer in, in the whole league. Yes. No, he scored 16 goals last year, but that has been increasingly shown to have been the exception and not the rule. Right. Uh, I write about C.J. Sapong a lot, especially on Twitter. I'm very hard on him, especially on Twitter. And the reason why I'm so hard on him is that he is the striker. and He is the number one goal scorer on the depth chart, and you have one job when you're the striker, and that's to score goals, and he's not scoring goals. Therefore, I'm very hard on him. Yeah, that sounds like uh, uh, 2017 Jesse's heart is. He well, I could go in a lot of directions with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me simply say that I've been—I was skeptical of Sapong before last year. I was skeptical of Sapong at the start of this year that he could do it again, and lo and behold, here he is. Um, there are some people who want to believe that he will snap out of it. I'm past the point of believing that he will for a lot of reasons. One is that he is not a uh, damn the torpedoes, I am going after this ball no matter what kind of striker, which drives me nuts. Mm. The other is that when he gets the ball say, I don't know, at the boundary between the middle third and the attacking third and he holds it up instead of turning off the defender's back and running toward the net, he passes his back to Harris Padunian. Corey Burke, on the other hand, who I think is going to start Wednesday night in the Open Cup. I don't know about the game in New England. Uh, Corey Burke turns off the defender's back and away he goes. Yeah, That's what you're supposed to do, I believe. Um, my temptation, and I think I'm going to give into it because really, what do I have to lose just doing this show once and then who knows what? Is to throw five points on New England, and if I'm wrong, so be it. Oh, you sound—you sound like the hometown, like every hometown uh, um, uh, person. Guess who we've had on on the show? They always—they always seem to go against whatever team that they're the closest to. Just like sometimes we go against the Galaxy, um, for a lot of other reasons that Jonathan just mentioned. Um, Philadelphia have no striker. They—they they could be a better team, but they—they're not. So uh, and and New England is hitting some weird slump again. We thought they were they were going to do nothing this year. They uh, have slowly been creeping back into the team that's not doing much. I'm going to give this a draw, confidence of two. Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, I mean they they both kind of covered a lot of it, but you know New England hasn't been doing their best in the last few weeks. I mean they drew it with Seattle in Week 19. They lost the Galaxy in Week 20. Both those were at home. And then in week 21, they lost the way to Minnesota and New York. And then last week, they drew a big 3-3 with Orlando. 
they really need some. They really need a team to to be able to dominate, and I think Philly is the best team to be able to dominate right now at home. Although, keep in mind, Philly's only two points behind New England right now, twenty-seven to twenty-nine. So this game may be something quite interesting. Philly may be putting some some attacks on that board. So I just don't think Philly has enough. I'm going to go ahead, New England, confidence of four. All right. I, I guess all my reasons were were just said, including. Uh, the, the game that separates uh, two points separates these two teams uh, from the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to go as far as, as to say game of the week, but I think it's definitely an intriguing matchup to watch as far as, uh, um, you know, long-term standings. I, I think this is a very important game for both of these uh, teams. Uh, not really much confidence in Philly on the road, New England. We talked about the mystique that they have in their stadium. They they've kind of hit, that bump in the road, but I think they get it back on track at home against Philly. I'm going to go ahead and take New England in this game. Confidence of three. Okay. Chicago versus the New York Red Bulls. Bobby, let's start with you now. Honestly, this should be an obvious call, but um, last week, man, the week of the draws, the mls week is making me feel something weird in this game. I'm going to go ahead and give New York the win, but I'm going to be very very uh, conservative here with the confidence level of two. All right. David, what do you say? Yeah, Chicago has to go to Philadelphia for Open Cup, I believe. Um, And so New York, they're going to want to capitalize on their win over LAFC. Even though they're on the the road in Chicago, I think they can still pull this one out. I'm actually very confident I'm going to go for New York with the confidence of four. Nice. High confidence there. Jonathan... Who do you agree with? Uh, the Red Bulls. But I'm only going to throw a confidence of two only because uh, from time to time I get a little skeptical when they play in Chicago. They have not always played well there. Uh, so give me the Red Bulls with a confidence of two. All right. Um this should be a no-brainer. I think New York is by far the better team. New York is headed uh, for uh, definitely to, to the playoffs, uh, possibly as a supporter shield. Chicago is not going to the playoffs this year. This should be a no-brainer. But I'm kind of with Bobby here. Uh, maybe it's the fact that Chicago got a victory at Red Bull Arena earlier in the season. Um, I've said it before. I think uh, Chris Armis has stepped down from Jesse Marsh. They're on the road. So I still have the Red Bulls winning this game, but my confidence is also low. I also have this with a confidence of two. Guys, it smells pretty bad in here. We're going to head to Colorado, who take on San Jose. This is by far the garbage cup of the week. David? I mean, it's the garbage cup times... Five, like the garbage hasn't been picked up for a few weeks. Garbage cup. Um, <clears throat> we probably should warn Jonathan here. Uh, after all, we are an LA Galaxy fan centric podcast. So I'm going to start off with uh, no fuck San Jose. Uh, they're going to Colorado. They have to. They're a ter- terrible team. That I don't know what they did. What kind of magic voodoo they they did last week to uh, to get a win over Dallas. But I don't think that's going to continue. I think Colorado. With Kellen Acosta is up. The big win, confidence of one. (laughs) 
Bobby, let's hear your pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna coin this the poopoo caca game. Um, this is just straight up. I just looked I just looked at it and I was like, yuck. I really don't want to watch this. San Jose, fuck San Jose, Colorado, fuck Colorado right now for last week. Um, that was I, our fault. Come on. <laughs> no, I know. That was still, the Galaxy's fault. Still, we we lost. Still. Um, I'm going to go with the draw because I really have no confidence in both teams. I really don't care for these teams. I'm going to go with the two draw. Uh, I'm not going to add to the explicit rating. You guys have already taken care of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, San Jose with a confidence of two. If they can win in Dallas, Ooh. I would like to think, or Frisco, I should say, I'd like to think they can win in Commerce City. Um mm. And you guys talk about taking out the garbage. You know, in Philadelphia, the, the garbage bags are left on the streets for the trucks <laughs> to come and pick up on Tuesday morning. So I'm plenty accustomed to walking <laughs> past one or two on the way to work sometimes. All right. Um, At least cynical human being, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no worries. No worries. All right. Um, yeah, I mean... I think by instinct alone, I should have picked Colorado here. Uh, I don't know what happened last week. Fuck you, San Jose, for several reasons, not just for messing up my double down. Uh, but because you are who you are. You're San Jose. I have, I don't know, maybe it's because I feel that San Jose, you know, got that monkey off their back. They no longer... Uh, can say that we can only beat Minnesota. They actually beat the best team in the entire Western Conference in their stadium. Uh, I feel that they're, you know, maybe confident enough to say, hey, you know what, maybe we can get two in a row here. But not that confident. I'm going to stay middle of the road. I'm also going to say a draw. Very ugly game. Confidence of two. Let's go ahead and go to what may very well be a, a poop game. <laughs> RSL versus Montreal. I think the poopiness was all taken by Carlos San Jose, but if I had to choose another game, I think it'd be this one. Maybe a skip pick. Bobby. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm literally going to just be going with RSL here, mainly because of home field advantage. Uh, Mon Montreal has had some difficult opposition in the last weeks uh, sans uh, week 23 against DC with that draw. Uh, but the one interesting thing here is RSL is on the heels of everyone in the West. They're currently 34 points with the Galaxy's 35, LAFC's at 36, SKC 36, and Portland at 37. So the West is very, getting very, very, very tight right now. And people, uh, none of these teams need to, they, they can't be messing up right now. So I'm going to go with RSL with confidence of two. All right, David, what do you yeah, say? I, I don't know what you're talking about in terms of uh, this this game is going to be a skip pick or, or a bad one. These are two teams that are right on the edge of the playoffs, and I think they're going to be fighting to keep that. Uh, I think RSL maybe is due for a slip-up here, and I think that Montreal uh, might be might be able to get a win here. Confidence of two. Mm. Um, granted that this is probably around the same scenario as New England and Philly, except that they're uh, playing in different conferences, and I kind of figured that the style of these two probably wouldn't make uh, for as good of a game as uh, New England, Philly. But we'll see what happens. Jonathan, who do you got in this game? Uh, I suppose I can see RSL slipping up at some point, but I don't see them slipping up in this particular game. 
Uh, I don't see the impact going out there and winning or getting a draw. So I'll take RSL with a confidence of two. All right. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make that three out of four and pick RSL also with a confidence of two. Uh, Home field advantage is pretty much the only thing I'm going to say here. And because it is RSL, I have a very low confidence in them. I don't think I think they were unable to beat San Jose. They were unable to beat Colorado. Uh, so Montreal, a much better team than both of those, uh, both Colorado and San Jose. I I, I kind of feel that Montreal could possibly get a draw here, but yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm going to say RSL because they're fighting for their playoff life here. Uh, all the points at home are probably very, very important. I think they're going to have a little extra motivation. Uh, so I'm going to pick them. But like I said, low confidence because it is RSL. Two. LAFC will host Kansas City. Bobby? Uh, again, here's another game where I feel very weird this week. I feel like something's going to be a little off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give LAFC and SKC a draw here. I'm going to give it a confidence of two. David? Uh, LAFC winless in four. They have to travel uh, for U.S. Open Cup uh, tomorrow or midweek. Uh, they, but they also just got reinforcements in Christian Ramirez from yep. Minnesota United. I think that a struggling Sporting Kansas City side goes to LAFC and uh, takes a loss here. So I have LAFC winning confidence of three. Jonathan, what say you? Uh, <laughs> I think LA, well, you la- I guess you're allowed to pick LAFC on this Galaxy show. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. <laughs> LAFC, but I'm only going to throw one at it because every time I count Kansas City out, they do something impressive enough. I just I think LAFC has too much firepower, uh, but I really have no idea other than that. So, yeah. They, they, they don't have much of a defense, and if you want to go ahead and count Kansas City out, now would be a good time because I would love for them to get five in a row uh, <laughs> with the loss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we, we do pick LAFC from time to time. I, I do it as a counter jinx uh, to make sure that they lose. So sure. I'm going to do it again and put LAFC winning uh, with a confidence of three here. Uh, I think that, yes, they, they, they have a U.S. Open Cup, and uh, they lost their leading goal scorer in Diamante, but uh, replace him with Christian Ramirez. Kansas City has to crawl, travel across the country. Um, not sure if they get a result. I know that Kansas City's defense has not been there uh, the past couple months or so, and LAFC at home uh, could definitely take advantage of that but that being said lafc also leaks in goals late in the game and if kansas city decides to play and turn it on again they can get a result but ultimately i'm gonna go ahead and pick lafc here because if they lose well i I wouldn't be too upset here sure portland will go oh no they know they're at home once again they will uh, host vancouver so david who do you got in this game Man, Portland is just rolling. They have not lost since April 8th against Orlando. Um, they play against Vancouver, who just when we wrote them off, they went and did something this weekend. But I still don't think that's enough to give uh, Portland any trouble here. I have Portland with a lock, confidence of five, oh, and double it down. 
All right. David has 10 on Portland. Bobby, this was your double down last week. What do you say this week? Yeah, as David has said, Vancouver did do a good job against NYCFC last week. That's who they won over last week. Um, And good for them. I just don't assume or believe that it will happen again, just as David has said. And I'm going to go ahead and go for my second week. I'm going to do a double down on Portland, both weeks in a row, back to back. Ten points, Portland. Okay. Jonathan, do you have that much confidence in Portland this week? I don't have ten points worth, but... uh... I'll throw three at him, and I think I'll double it for a couple of re- – well, obviously I went five on New England over Philadelphia. Someone in Jess. But uh, give me three on Portland and double it because Vancouver's playing in the Canadian Cup on Wednesday night. And uh, Portland's rolling. Let me check one other thing here real quick. Fact check. Janus. I was going to say, gain the stats out. <laughs> oh, it's still well. It is earlier in the Cascadia Cup season than I thought it was. Uh, but if the Timbers want to win it, I think they need to take this one. And I think they're going to. So give me three points. And given everything else on the schedule this weekend, I think I'll double it. All right. All right, so we're going to put six points. That's three double downs. Guys, let's go ahead and make this unanimous. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> wow. double down, use my double down in this game as well. This is the only one that really stands out to me where it, it, it screams no-brainer. Um, so uh, I'm also going to put 10 points on Portland. As David said, ha- have not lost since April 8th against Orlando. Orlando of all the teams. It's kind of weird for me to say just that. Um, Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I put him in the realm uh, from of wishy-washy to just a bad team, and all of a sudden uh, they go on a tiny little run and get a couple results here and there. I think that stops in Portland, even though they were able to do it in Yankee Stadium, which is probably a little tougher to do. But I don't think lightning strikes twice, so let's just go ahead and play the odds here. Portland, 10. Mm. Going to so be a no draw. One, yeah, it's going to be a draw. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be horrible. Yeah, I'm wishing I put the double down somewhere else. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and nobody has an extra one, so nobody can. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We're done. We're done. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the Sunday games. Toronto will host NYCFC. I think when uh, the schedule makers had this game and whoever's televising this game, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's Fox or ESPN. I'm sure they had this one circled. Yeah. Uh, probably not as good uh, now as we all thought it would be, but it's intriguing because Toronto all of a sudden has a little tiny modest uh, unbeaten streak. Tough test against NYCFC. They are at home. So, Bobby, who takes it? Um, you know, these are two teams that decided to always do the opposite of what I predict. So I'm not really <laughs> sure what to do here. Um, NYCFC, I'm not. I, I don't really have much confidence in them going away into Toronto, especially with a little bit of an uptick that Toronto is starting to feel. Um, too late, too little, and too late. I'm gonna go ahead and just do this as a draw with one confident point. Ooh, big spender, David. Uh, as I stated last week, Toronto's back, baby. Uh, <laughs> they have to go, but they but they have the Canadian Championship uh, midweek. They have to go all the way across Canada to Vancouver. 
then they have to go all the way back to New York City. Uh, oh, sorry, all the way back to Toronto <laughs> to host New York City. So it's a lot of travel, but I still have a feeling about to- with Toronto on this one. I think they get the win, confidence of two. All right, and Jonathan, what do you say? I don't like picking draws because they never, ever end up being draws when I pick them. I know the feeling. Tempted with this one. But I think I'm going to pick Toronto. And I think I'm only going to put one on it because I'm not sure. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's a safe bet. Yes. That is a safe bet. Um, NYCFC um, only they, they get results on the road, but they've only gotten three victories, I believe, on the road the entire season. Uh, their opening game against uh, Kansas City, they beat San Jose, and they beat Orlando. And that's it. Everything else has been a loss or a draw. So I, I'm not sure if they can get a win in Toronto. I think if maybe three weeks ago, I would probably have locked NYCFC. But because Toronto is, uh, you know, like I said, uh, they're on the upswing and maybe they're starting to, you know, feel something. You know, MLS season did start uh, two weeks ago. So maybe they got on board with it. I'm going to go ahead and give this one a draw. And I'm going to give it a confidence of three. Oh, wow. Pretty high. Pretty high. Uh, high For a draw. DC will host Orlando. Bobby, uh, DC's at home against the lackluster Orlando. Yes, they scored three against three against a good New England team last week at home. But I don't believe that they can score that many goals away. Um, maybe we'll see another broken nose by Rooney for another goal. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do this DC with the confidence of three. All right, David that rhymes. Yeah, they're playing. DC's playing Toronto. They're playing at home. Rooney's Rooney's drawn blood, or his. We've drawn Rooney's blood at that at this point. Toronto trying to put something together, and I, I don't think they're they're gonna do anything here. I have DC confidence of three. It's not a three. Jonathan, do you agree with the guys? Uh, this to me is. Um the East equivalent of, of San Jose, Colorado. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, let's see here. DC United, confidence of one, only because they're at home. Other than that, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. All right. You know, it's, I'm going to make this short and sweet uh, for that same reason. Like, DC's at home. I'm going to give them a whole home field advantage. Orlando, not a good team. That's all I got. And so because of that, I, I agree with my co-hosts here. And I'm going to have DC United with a confidence of three. <coughs> Seattle versus Dallas. Interesting game. Interesting game. David, what do you say? Yeah, Seattle starting to surge. And Dallas stumbled big time last week against San Jose. I think that Seattle is going to ride that momentum and get a win here, confidence of two. Bobby? Uh, Seattle really enjoying their upswing. Um, I don't believe it's a full-on search just yet. Uh, Dallas is still number one in the West. 
so, I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for um, Seattle's upswing lately, I would be calling this completely a Dallas game. But again, I'm feeling another MLSE draw here. So I'm going to do a draw with a confidence of two. All right. Jonathan, who do you got? Uh, I was about to say Seattle at home. Then I held my, well, you know, Dallas is the best in the West, but Seattle at home. And I'm going to throw a confidence of one at it again because I just don't know, but I think Seattle's got something. Actually, you know what? I'll put a two on it because I think Rui Diaz is quite good. Mm, Okay. All right. It was a tough one to call. I think mostly because of what happened to Dallas last week. Seattle, though, uh, seven games unbeaten. So they've uh, they're right on schedule. They start to play. They start playing in July. The last loss was June 30th. So there it is. They got draws in Atlanta and in New England and then beat the teams they were supposed to beat, including NYCFC and the last second. Uh, game winner against Minnesota. Thank you very much for ruining my draw there. Um, Dallas, best in the West. They had a hiccup. Not sure what happened. Uh, not sure if they took the week off. Not sure if they just overlooked uh, San Jose. I think they rebound, but I think Seattle's unbeaten streak remains. And I also have this as a draw, confidence of three. And finally, guys, the Galaxy will take on Minnesota, the Galaxy coming off of a horrible loss against Colorado, snapping their nine-game unbeaten streak. Minnesota uh, losing at the death to Seattle. They've lost Christian Ramirez. David, what do you got? Look, Darwin Quintero is the type of player that you look at the Galaxy defense and you think, oh my God, Darwin Quintero is going to rip us apart. But then you remember that Minnesota's defense is equally as bad. And you have a center back in Francisco Calvo that just refuses to win anything in the air. And you look on the other side and we've got Zlatan. Zlatan could beat Francisco Calvo if he was on his, if Zlatan was on his knees, he could probably still beat Calvo on a header. So, I'm just going to say this is going to be a complete all-out barn burner. Let's call a Darwin Quintero uh, hat trick, and we'll call, I don't know, 10 goals for Zlatan. Uh, I'm going to give I'm gonna give the Galaxy confidence of four. High confidence. Man, I was, Bobby. Following, I was following along for a bit, and then I got really lost on there. Um, <laughs> no, definitely. We're home. Um, we're back with our starters. Uh, we're embarrassed from last week. And we're playing a low-level team that we should take take advantage of, and they ha- they they don't have one of their star players. Uh, that will be giving them issues with connectivity and the level of play to, uh, playing together in an away match. So I definitely believe the Galaxy will take this. I'm going to go ahead and lock this. I should have doubled down this one now, knowing that we all doubled down in the same damn game. But lock Galaxy for the win. Wow. All right, Jonathan, you're not biased. What do you got? Uh, the Galaxy with a three. I don't see Minnesota going out there and getting a result. All right, guys. So 
Zlatan is now, you, you would imagine, well-rested. Uh, did not travel to Colorado. Um, you can see how differently the, play, uh, the, the team plays without him. And uh, that, that's not a good thing. Um, I'm pretty sure Zlatan was pretty upset watching that game. Um, he's going to come back and uh, be that much more motivated. The Galaxy are not at home. Um, I think that they're looking to rebound. Minnesota um, lost one of their uh, offensive weapons. Granted that Quintero can still, as David said, score a hat-trick on our defense. But uh, I'm not sure if it happens on the road. I think at home, um, definitely, definitely hat-trick. Three chips, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) But... uh, on paper, this has Galaxy win written all over it. Yeah. But can you trust the so, paper? But can I trust the paper? Uh, <laughs> we know how well our paper teams have done. Yep. Uh, I think Zlatan runs over this defense. I think Kamara uh, runs over this defense. Like I said, I think uh, the Galaxy play uh, a lot differently when Zlatan's on the field. Therefore, I will give the Galaxy the victory here with a confidence of four. Yeah. We all got the galaxy. Damn you, Minnesota. Damn you. All right. That wraps up week 24. I'm holding my breath, hoping that there's not another repeat of week 23 because, wow. (laughs) Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us here today. It was a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. We hope you had a lot of fun. We hope to see you again sometime soon. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Jonathan. Where can the listeners find you on social media? Uh, at the goalkeeper on Twitter. And I, as I warn everybody, I tweet far too much. <laughs> Not a problem there. I think there's a lot of people who tweet too much, and that's perfectly fine. All right, guys. On behalf of the entire LA is our house crew, we want to thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and subscribe and like us, retweet us, share us, tell your friends about us, all that fun stuff. This is David and Bobby signing off. Good night, everybody. Later. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. A little better bye, David. Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) A little more enthusiasm than the bye. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) All right. Cool.